Hey, Alan, I got good news. Tell me. We have a new member of the IT Book Club. You remember the oh, IT Book Club? Kind of. <laughs> it is the exclusive book club for people who have reviewed and rated us on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes. And it's terrific when people do it. And I'm very proud to uh, welcome our newest member, Skrish from USA. Hi, Skrish. Hey, Skrish. How's it going? Is it is it truly a party in the USA? Like I've heard so much about. <laughs> Speaking for the USA, no. <laughs> well, the, it's a five star review. Thank you, Skrish. It says we interrupt this podcast to bring you a review. Uh, they tell stories and interrupt each other, and it is the podcast I never knew I needed. Great chemistry and very well produced. Skrish, we thank you for your kind words, and we will thank you too out there in your in the audience if you go on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes and give us a review. Tell us anything. Give us a recipe from your mother or father. We would love it. Uh, so hopefully we will be saying your, saying, saying your name soon. And one last thing, Rob, if... You or Skrish or anybody else that wants to review our podcast writes to us on Twitter and DMs us with their contact information. And a screenshot of your review will also send you a free Interrupted Tales fan kit. It's got a glitter pin. It's got a postcard. It's got a membership card. It's got all sorts of cool stuff. You really want it. I'm sure. I know. I feel it. It's awesome. My sticker gets a lot of compliments at the airport by people who do not know what podcasts are. But they, uh, they really like the sticker. It's pretty cool. keen. Uh, so, yeah, please uh, join the club. Thanks. Justin, can you believe it's almost time? Time for what? The 2019 live stream for The Cure. This is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research. The Cancer Research Institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research. Last year, thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet. Tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500. For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. It's time, time for a thrilling story of romance, adventure, mystery, anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another Interrupted Tale. 
Hello, and welcome to the show that usually ends. Another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am Rob, and I'm joined tonight by the money penny to my bond, Alan. How are you, Alan? I feel like I'm more of a cube. Uh, now, now, don't touch that, Rob. Now, would you put that down, Rob? Well, it just looks like a sandwich. No, it is, it's highly explosive, please. <laughs> but it's got broccoli. Broccoli? It's got tomatoes on it. I, yeah, it's got Alfred R. Broccoli, Rob. <laughs> Cubby broccoli. Um, well, <sighs> uh, it's good to hear, Alan, that uh, actually, I literally, as I, the intro was going on, I changed it from cute to Muddy Petty. Well. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad uh, you know how I feel about you. Uh, Alan, I've got, we've got a chilling one this week. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> well, all the way from the tombs of Egypt and January 1935's issue of Weird Tales magazine, we have death in 20 minutes. Great. Uh, right in between having my passport photo developed and my pizza arriving. <laughs> It's a very busy arid day, and I've got a lot to fit in. Yeah. Also, hey guys, this podcast—you know—we we we respect your commute. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna squeeze this guy in. Death in twenty yeah. minutes. Podcast in a little more. That's uh, that's our promise to you. Uh, this one is by Charles Henry Macintosh. Um, and uh, do you know anything about Charles Henry Macintosh, Alan? Yeah. Uh, he. Died in 1896 and was a 19th century Christian preacher that's, dispensationalist that's, that's uh, who not, had a spiritual experience in age 18. That's and, not, no, no, that's a different guy. Oh, well, <laughs> I, yeah, what can I tell you? Wikipedia is full of lies. <laughs> well, uh, this guy was actually named after that guy. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, no, he was raised uh, by a, a, a very Christian family, and they named him after. And because they had the same last name as that other guy, they named him Charles Henry. Easy. It was a very descriptive article on a pulp magazine blog. Well, that's like if my name's Kardashian. Yeah, right. Wouldn't your daughter be Kim? Yeah. Well... Uh, everybody, enough of our nonsense. Let's go on to a, a story of terror. So now it's time to pour yourself your favorite potion and curl up on your favorite slab while we read you this week's tale. <laughs> Try to take Sean Ennis from stories of your and yours job here, Rob. <laughs> Stick to your niche. <laughs> of not knowing anything? Hey, it's a party too. <laughs> this is exciting. Waiting here in my darkened study, with only the reading lamp lighted on my desk, to hear the shrill, harsh cries of the newsboys calling the extra. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. Hey, when you said launch party for your media campaign, I was expecting more hors d'oeuvres. 
No, <laughs> or devs. Not for fake news like you. Uh, okay. He will rate an extra, surely. The good, the great, the learned Dr. Barian. Well, yes, you may have heard of me. I've got an enema named after me. They had to change the N to an M for legal reasons, but that's all me, baby. <laughs> not the element. He's not proud of the element being named after him. Just No. Hey, just... they named the element after the enema. <laughs> and the enema after the doctor, baby. <laughs> that is the measure of fame in our America. To rate an extra. And Dr. Barian is, or may I say already was, famous. A bit too famous, perhaps, for his own health. We're sorry, Dr. Graham, but the committee appointed to choose a curator has decided in favor of Dr. Barian because of his wide fame as the author of the Amen monographs. Saw a video on Vox that hip-hop wouldn't exist without it. <laughs> uh, personally, I'm partial to the funky drummer palimpsest myself. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the Amen monograph breakdown's pretty good. <laughs> Amen monographs. I shall be the one, Dr. Barian, to write the last of your Amen monographs. An end to your growing fame, an end to your career, and to your interference with mine. Amen. So let it be. I wonder whether he is now unwrapping the bitumen bandages from that fine female mummy I so freely contributed to his new curatorship. Oh, Dr. Barian, I found this on the stoop, and there's a note too. Free mummy. Wow, that's a that's a very long basket. <laughs> My tall mummy. Coming soon on Freeform. <laughs> well, I, I think that mummy could still be quite short, and that would still be a very long basket. <laughs> that's true, as baskets go. Yeah. Yes, baskets that you leave on stoops go. Always with his own hands, eh? Because of the scarabs and other amulets often wound in with the bandages. So tempting to curio hunters and so easy to abstract. I found the same thing when I got off my leg cast finally. Mm. Yeah, much worse beetle to jewelry ratio, though. Oof, that's, yeah. uh, that's a rough one. <laughs> Not many amulets in there. <laughs> but a few, a few. It was overall uh, worthwhile. All beetle. Less than one of you? <laughs> there is one amulet wound in with that mummy's bandages you would have done well to allow some curio hunter to abstract, Dr. Barian. But it is too late to think of that now, isn't it? One does not lightly change the habits of a lifetime. A lifetime of... Amulet handling. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just cracked myself up. You know, when I was in med school, people always said I was the funny one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I get it now. Way to catch on, Doc. 
It is costing me something, too. My mummy. Not a very good mummy, but a genuine one. And one of my two death's head spiders from Hawaii. Oh, you know, like the one Jan got in her purse when Bobby had the tiki idol. It's one of the most famous Brady Bunch episodes. And oh, crap, is that where I got this murder idea from? Oh, no, I thought it just came to me and... Oh, now it seems so cliche, but... Uh, no, no, there weren't any mummies. There weren't any mummies. I'm being yeah. too hard on myself. Yep, just just titles. <laughs> it was clever of me to think of my death's head spider in this connection. It is no larger than a scarab. Yes, scarab-sized. It's the new bread box. <laughs> Everybody's and, comparing sizes to scarabs now. Have you seen Jennifer Lopez's ring, Alan? Oh. It is like a scarab and a half, man. It's crazy. Strange that so tiny a creature can distill death in 20 minutes. It's it's throwing the whole water bugs ratio out, out the window. <laughs> Why do we even have the water bug scale? This country is so behind in its measurements, Alan. You got one scarab, you you got a, a thousand milliscarabs. Right. Easy to understand. Simple math. Yeah. Yeah. How many mayflies are there to a water bug? I don't remember. They say it is the only poisonous thing in that paradise of the Pacific. And very rare even there. Found only in the deep woods where my two specimens were found. Now I have only one. As backup slash evidence? Yeah, that's I'm not a, really sure. But did, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, Doc, but um, <laughs> maybe plant that somewhere else. No, it's in case there's another doctor that I've got to murder under the mysterious circumstances. Not worth it. Flush it. I may need it for that young snip Skipworth, who took so great secret satisfaction in condoling with me upon the committee's decision. That sneer on his face. Damn him and all of them. Damn all 18 of them. Oh, damn. That's going to be a lot of mummy spiders. <laughs> Oof, the re-wrapping alone is going to take hours. <laughs> Maybe I should get an intern. Yeah, we should have a smaller committee, too. This seems a little, little much. 18. No wonder we never agree on anything. And besides, they thought Dr. Barion had the kinder, stronger character. A deliberate insult. Kindlier, maybe. None but weaklings are kind. But stronger? Well, we shall soon learn who has proved the stronger. I am as strong as death, Dr. Barry, and strong as death and not kind. You know, Death Be Not Kind <laughs> is one of the poems that John Donne didn't do. That's, that's little known fact there. Hey, hey, Rob. Yeah, I, I'm working on a historic fiction crime mystery, oh. uh, which is set amongst the era of English metaphysical poets. Uh huh. And uh, what would you call that? If John Donne didn't do it, then who Donne did it? <laughs> if John Donne didn't do it, then who Donne did it? 
You got it. I, boy, I don't know why my publisher thought it was such a bad title. With a reaction like that. Well, and the networks are going to be calling right away. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, yeah. You will not like your death. But then I did not like your life. And I am stronger than you, Dr. Barian. <laughs> Why don't they hurry with that extra? Surely they won't hold so rare a piece of news for the morning editions. I can't bear to sit here waiting, waiting till morning. Yet I shall if I must. I suppose I could time shift Kathy Lee and Hoda, but it loses its immediacy when you do that. I mean, they're always... So on topic. The drinking time is far more appropriate, though. <laughs> far more <laughs> How many years are they aiding and abetting this, Alan? It's not healthy. Okay, so I think ideally you'd watch it live in another time zone. There you go. Like Europe. I have waited so many years already. Surely I can wait through one more night. I wonder what they will make of it, those newspaper men. Of course, they will bring in the old idea of a priestly curse upon tomb robbers. How mad it always made Dr. Barian to be classed with tomb robbers. I mean, sure, he stole priceless relics from their original resting place. But everybody knows that's like video game RPG stealing, okay? <laughs> they know they deserve to have their homes ransacked. Because you're saving the world or some crap. Exactly. The same way that whenever I see a homeless person on the street, I go through all his pockets and grab stuff in case he's got anything that I can sell to any Fallout merchants. Absolutely. And grave robbing? I mean, where else am I going to find magic weapons? <laughs> My DM won't even allow them to be sold in stores. Of course I'm taking them from corpses. Thanks, Congress. But they will bring that up, of course, for the titillation of their readers' superstitions. Strange that so practical a people as ours should be so superstitious. We whose duty it is to deal with the long dead, to rifle their tombs, and to desecrate their bodies. We are not superstitious. Okay, I do not like how desecrate is in quotes there, Rob. <laughs> Leaves a lot of interpretation as to what he's doing with the mummy bodies. <laughs> well, everyone's got their line, Alan. It ain't a Weekend at Bernie's remake starring Melissa McCarthy that I do happen to have a spec script of in case that whole Clue remake thing doesn't work out. <laughs> Wow, there, there hasn't been a Weekend Bernie's type movie with Melissa McCarthy yet. Sign me up. We couldn't afford such a luxury as superstition in our business, could we, Dr. Barian? We are not superstitious. We are scientists, you and I. Cold, rational scientists. <laughs> and we're... Gigglers, aren't we, scientists? <laughs> Cold, <laughs> rational, ticklish, wiggly gigglers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but perhaps even Dr. Barian will recant during those last twenty minutes. He may rave and sob. He may shriek prayers and promises to the priests of Amen. I wish I could be there to hear. Well, I guess I could wrap myself in TP and sit on his doorstep <laughs> and see what happens. But no, no, it's too risky. Well, am I going to get that much shaman this time of night? <laughs> what uh, an odd problem to have. But it is better to wait quietly in my darkened study with my servants below to swear that I have not been out since dinner. If any swearing should be necessary, it won't be. I have planned so surely and so well. No one can connect me with the poor dear doctor's mysterious death. It will be the curse of Amen-Ra upon a grave robber. A fine end for you, my dear, famous, imperious colleague. Yes, officer, I can absolutely confirm that he was in his office the whole time wearing the Stadium Pal portable urinal he had asked me to attach to his leg the night before and giggling uncontrollably and extremely loudly for many hours about his unfolding plan to murder his colleague remotely. What can I say? My servants know me. <laughs> Was that a cry from the end of this street? Wokstri? Yes. Yes, they are calling the extra. Oh, come closer, cry. Come closer quickly. Let me hear it clearly, the glad tidings of... What was that? Well, just throw up the window and... Uh, you there, paper boy. What's today, my fine fellow? Today? Why is murder die? That I haven't missed it. <laughs> oh, thank God. He's learned the real meaning of Murder Day. It's Charlie Brown special. And it's because, I don't know. I've never seen The Purge, so. No, I've I've never seen one of Four Purges or the or Five or the TV show. It's just a TV show? Yeah. There's a purge verse <laughs> Yeah, that was the ancient Roman building, right? The Purgeverse. <laughs> Purgeverse, yes. It was off to the It's side. right next to yep. the vomitorium. Yep, yep. And and then the uh, wash your hands of us. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of running water, so. <laughs> it did. A knock on my study door, but I left the strictest orders. I was on no account to be disturbed. Is that you, Williams? No answer. Strange and annoying that my orders should be disregarded. Yet on second thought, it may be additional security that my voice shall be heard for my lock study. <laughs> Not bad, that. Dr. Graham was in his study with the door locked all evening. I heard his voice. So the good Williams on the witness stand... Yeah, uh, of course I heard his voice. I should say so did the many neighbors from whom we received noise complaints regarding, quote, maniacal cackling about mummy spiders while I'm trying to sleep, unquote, as well. Very. And that neighbor's house is not far away, is it? 
to as I have to be. <laughs> no, I guess if the window is open, it could be a couple counties away. I mean, what is this perfect crime that this shouting to himself about? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, did I leave the intercom on? Whoops. <laughs> Oh, did I leave the phone on? Operator, operator. Williams, can you show me how to shut down this Twitch stream? (laughs) My Discord channel's been on this long? What? Periscope? I've never even seen one in my office. I don't know what you're talking about, Williams. But I am mad to think so. There would be no occasion for any witnesses. No trial. No witnesses. Death by misadventure. A nice funeral, to which I shall go in my Easter Sunday outfit, after sending an appropriate wreath. Oh, carnations. Yeah, boy, he really loved carnations. Who doesn't appreciate the thought behind choosing carnations? Look at all the baby's breath. That's, uh... It's classy. It's it's classy. Yeah. It's very classy. Thank you so much. I'll just put this in the coffin, which is <laughs> headed for the incinerator. <laughs> but no, but uh, we appreciate the gesture. More expense. But it must all be regarded as an investment. Uh, this job is worth at least a dozen widow hams. <laughs> now, now I'm interested. There's ham involved. No, the the orders haven't arrived yet. <laughs> you can't you can't reasonably cook a ham in twenty minutes, Alan. It's just not okay, possible. No. Most of the time, they're fully cooked, Rob. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. But spiral you cut, you know, you gotta you get, get that spiral crispiness. cut. You just reheat it. The committee can have no other choice than Doctor Graham this time. What's that? I swear, this waiting has given me the jitters. I thought I heard someone in the room with me. But the door is locked. Yes, it is locked, I say, and no one can get in. (laughs) Fool. I must get myself a little drink. Here. Here's to you, Dr. Barian, wherever, whatever you are now. Salve atque vale. Salve, landlord. Good God. How did you get in? The door is locked. Locked, I tell you. I... You... What is it you want, Dr. Barian? What is that strange phosphorescence about you? And you too, Dr. Thad, who I pushed into the pit of glowing acid that you make wacky wall walkers out of. (laughs) Dr. Thad. You both seem to be glowing in the dark, see? Is this some school It all ties together. You're both doctors, and (laughs) you both glow in the dark. No one's denying it, Alan. No one's denying it. How about the doctor that created Creepy Crawlers? I I get the feeling he was more of an executive, but... uh, (laughs) a chemist somewhere. Is this some schoolboy trick? What? You came to bring me back my death's head spider? What? What's that in your hand? The spider? Impossible. It's death to the touch. Actually, more like death to the bite, but let's not argue semantics. <laughs> Ghost dog. 
I don't want to be one of those ghosts, but... Is it just a ghost who comes in and slightly corrects people at all times? Oh, yes, I'm like the internet. <laughs> He's ghost-splaining. Stop it. I'm like the internet, but a ghost. Oh, no. Oh. Al and I heard that they had finally identified the uh, identity of D.B. Cooper. But what about Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Semantic Ghost. Maybe it is dead. Maybe the bitumen bandages smothered it. I was afraid of that, but what am I saying? I know nothing of any death's head spider. No, totally I don't. I even labeled my gigantic terrarium over here for regular non-death head spiders only so that I was legally totally in the clear. <laughs> That's how it works, right? I mean, he's got to keep, I, I mean, I, I have to keep them somewhere, don't I? Yeah, by non-death head spiders. Otherwise, they get all over the place. And where would we be then? I don't know where we'd be because I haven't described at all where they've been living. <laughs> Just bags of spiders all over his palace. Oh, God. Oh, bags. no. Oh, no. Now we... Uh, I'm out of oh. string. I, I've got three more bags to tie. Now ah. we gotta rate this double explicit. Oh, no. God. It isn't dead. I saw it move. Be careful, man. For God's sake. There's death in your hand. No. No. Keep it away from me. It's death, I tell you. Horrible, agonizing death. Death in 20 minutes. The end. Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay, Google. Remind me in 20 minutes to come back and let the audience go home. <laughs> okay, I'll remind you at 10.58 p.m. <laughs> Great, thanks. Okay, Google. Call me Dr. Graham, sex god. You'd like me to call you Dr. Graham Sex God. Is that right? Oh, you know it. Oh, wow. Wowzers, what a story. What a tale. What a dramatic ending. Um, All right. Well, I'm chilled. I'll certainly be checking my bandages tonight. Hey, Rob, let me tell you what I think the moral of the story is. Yes, Alan, the moral of the story. Whenever you give instructions about who isn't allowed in a certain place, always include especially ghosts. <laughs> Nightclub, don't let in. The unattractive especially ghosts <laughs> army base uh, don't let in unauthorized personnel especially ghosts <laughs> ghost containment storage unit don't let in too many ghostly entities especially ghosts so you know at what point as a society does that become so ingrained that we don't need to actually add it and it's just implied listen rob i'm right? an originalist it's got to be in the ghostitution I agree with you. That must be the moral of this story. 
There's oh, no, great. There's no other option. <laughs> no further ado. No. So I guess that about wraps it up for oh, this week's Jesus. episode. Oh, let's just end it. <laughs> I hope you tune in next time for another exciting interrupted. Objection, Your Honor. We believe the statement maniacally cackling inappropriately goes to the defendant's state of mind. We've already stipulated that he was chuckling with boisterous intensity. <laughs> Tail! Whoops. <laughs>